0: reminded me of another thing that one of my mentors once shared with me he said if you're the strongest link in your chain find a new chain
1: and there was that natural feeling of insecurity of like why am i here like i don't belong here these guys are better than me they're doing greater things than me then it hit me and i started smiling Welcome back guys to another episode. Today's a powerful episode. Uh, it's going to be another rapid fire. We're going to try to keep it under 20 minutes. Homie, my business partner, my brother, Jeremy Trinchier. What's up, bro? What's
0: going on, man? Good to be here.
1: Do you think that we can bring that fire within 20 minutes? I
0: think we can.
1: I know we can. Let's set a rip. What are we diving into today? We're talking about the power of proximity today.
0: What does that mean? What does that mean? It's who you surround yourself. If you, if you're intentional about who you, who you bring into your circle, who you give your time and your energy to, it's going to manifest in your life. Like if you're, if you're surrounding yourself with good people who are, who have vision, who are in vision, you're going to be going in a direction like they are.
1: Yeah, dude, that's so good, man. And take us down the story because I know that we're going to tell it of what it means to have six pallbearers in real life.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Now, Cody and I, we had met a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if we had met at that emerge, but we met at our, through Awakened Church. And it's a very, very powerful church. A lot of men that are just driven, that are trying to lead the way, protect the women, protect their women, lead men, lead women, and just like be trailblazers as Christian people as people in, in the Christian world, right? And not, even, not only just Christians, but um, this event has just been so powerful for me. I've, done, I've been there twice now. And Bishop Dale Bronner was on stage, and it's, I've, it's something that's stuck with me for the past two years, right? And he got on stage, and he was talking about how when a man dies, there are six pallbearers that carry him mm. to his final resting place. Yeah, yeah. Six people. Now, this man does not get to choose who these six pallbearers are. He doesn't get to choose who carries him in death. However, he does get to choose who carries him in life. Wow. So who are your six pallbearers? Right. And I know I remember my story a little bit thinking about when I was engaged and I was trying to like pick out my wedding party and like kind of obsessing about that. Oh, like I was in his and oh, I should be, he should be in mine. And like, kind of like all that that's silly nonsense. Yeah. And the reality is just because you, you might be a pallbearer for somebody else. That doesn't mean you got to be one for them.
1: Mm, come on.
0: And, and that's okay. Right. And just knowing like, Hey, I can call on someone. This person is going to carry me through my life. This, it, it, that's okay. I don't necessarily have to be that person for that person. And just being at peace with that. Yeah. So the past like year and a half, two years, I've been very intentional about who I've been giving my energy to. And as someone gave me a metaphor at one point, talking about how like man, it's been lonely like through a personal development journey, through a spiritual journey. Like sometimes it can be lonely. You you might seem like an alien to some people. Like what is going on with this guy? Like and uh, someone uh, told me a metaphor. Actually, I might have saw it on Instagram about sometimes relationships are like you're in an elevator, right? You're at the, you're in an elevator at the bottom. You might start out with your 12 friends in the elevator. And as you're going up, people are going to be exiting on their own floors. And there might be even a point where you're on the elevator all by yourself. Yeah. And that's, and that's all right. doesn't mean that they're not going to get back on because they might get on at another floor, but relationships end. There's the classic quote, like your people are either people are in your life for a reason or season or a lifetime. And the pain, the struggle comes in, we try to put them in different areas.
1: Yeah, and also when we try to control that, right? Yeah. Because it's interesting, you have moments in your life like your high school buddies, and you're like, Man, we're gonna be friends forever. Even if you go back even before the elementary, like these are my best friends, and I'm gonna hang out with them forever. You get into high school and maybe you're not friends with those kids anymore. You want different directions, you're into different hobbies, different things. I remember I had um John Soriano on here and he talks about the Marines and he's like, These are my guys, I'm gonna be with them for life. We do everything together, and how they, you know, began to drift apart. And and often in life we try to control that yeah we're afraid of that change and i think it's so powerful but you're right who are the six men or ladies who are the six women that carry you in life today Mm -hmm. and i think one of the most powerful things is you get to choose yeah who those people are and just because you choose them doesn't mean they have to choose you right so good dude so okay did you always have good community no man no,
0: I remember I just thinking back to my life story. It was actually funny. I love telling stories. I've taken like little story workshops, how to tell good stories and stuff like that. Tell us a good story. All right. Now the pressure's on. I got to tell you a good story. Can you do it in three minutes or less. I can try my best. So I grew up on the northwest side of Chicago. I was more or less a minority in my, in my neighborhood, right? People actually didn't want to come to my neighborhood to hang out with me because it was called the ghetto, yeah, right? People might refer to it as the ghetto. And I was just kind of confused about that. You know, I still had my friends in the neighborhood and I'd be out quote unquote running the streets as my mom would say. And I wasn't necessarily hanging around with the the best individuals, yeah, right? And fast forward to, I, f- I found myself like trying to be someone I wasn't to try to get people to like me at a young age. Mm. And then fast forward to high school, I was a swimmer water polo player and I was good. All state. We were a great team. We were ranked. And I can count on one hand how many times that somebody actually, like a friend, came to one of my games, right? So we didn't feel respected. So that led down another path of me seeking validation from other people, trying to be someone I wasn't to be included in the parties and like the, that sort of lifestyle, right? So I got people not wanting to hang out with me in grade school, growing up, trying to uh, hanging out with not the greatest community, you know, been in handcuffs several times, right? And then in high school, the same thing. I'm going out of my way to try to get that validation from other people. So fast forward to college now, um, still like kind of obsessed with like this kind of party lifestyle. Uh, like I said, living a life that wasn't very aligned. Mm. And then until one day, probably about three, four years ago, I was looking in the mirror and I'm like, all right, something's got to change. Something's got to change. So I actually went on a long fast, I lost 40 pounds. My life pretty much changed overnight. And I discovered, you know, I I got back into Christianity. I actually got baptized after that fast. Come on. Yes, sir. And looked into philosophy, uh, other religions, Stoicism, Taoism, quantum physics. And it's so beautiful because there are a lot of contradictions in all those disciplines and practices. But there are also a lot of avenues where they all meet. There are a few intersections where they do all meet. One of the intersections for the sake of this episode Is that we are powerful beings, but we're even more powerful when we're together. Yeah. Right. So then I found myself going, I I always joke around that it was my my life has been kind of like an EKG since I discovered like personal development and and improving myself, kind of going up and down, up and down. That's because I realized I was doing it on my own until then I finally found a good community of people, specifically at Awakened Church. Yeah. And looking at finding God centered humans that are like trying to, like uplift you. And I noticed just in our conversations, just like everybody at that church wants you to win. Yeah. Every single one of Very
1: them. Very unique environment of community.
0: Yeah. And it's like conversations are, are they're, they're not surface level. They're in depth. And it's like, who can I introduce you to? Who can I connect you with to help you win? Cause that's what we're here to do is to build a vision, build, build a kingdom. And ever since I've gotten involved in that church, my life hasn't been the same
1: come on. Yeah. That's so powerful. And there was a few things that moment when you looked in the mirror and you looked at yourself and you saw the man look back at you, what'd you see? It's such a good
0: question. Cause I still have my ID. I, I intentionally didn't get a new picture just so I could remind myself of how far I've come. Wow! I didn't recognize that man. Didn't recognize him. I looked like I was in my forties and I was 25 years old. I was like, I was laughing at that. <laughs> you're a stud, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I didn't recognize that person. He was, he was living a different life, a completely different life. And I knew if I stayed down this path, I, I don't even want to know. I knew, but I didn't know yeah. where I was going to be, but you get my point. It wasn't a good direction. And I knew if it didn't, something didn't change, I was on a path of destruction for sure.
1: Yeah, dude, I, I had, I've had a few moments like that where yeah. I've had to be honest and look at the man in the mirror. Um, I had it at 18, I had it at 22 and I had it at 25 specific ones. The last time being 25, I'm 29 now, almost 30. Um, it was the day after my 25th birthday and I had been getting my life pretty well on track and I was track with things, but I went out and I rented out this VIP table in this club and I partied and all kinds of different things. And, uh, I woke up the next day and I looked at the man in the mirror and it just hit me. Is what I'm doing today aligning with the man that I know I am, that I'm meant to become, and that I want to be? And I just had this like pit of my stomach of honesty, of looking at that man and being like, I don't like you and I don't want to be you and you're me. And what do we have to do to change? And I just got serious with what I really cared about. And I remember praying to God, God. I know I'm meant for greatness, but I need the right mentors and I need the right community. Mm -hmm. And God brought me out here. Yeah. And I found the right mentors and I found the right community. So to the person listening to this, who is that? Who are those mentors? Who is that community for you? And when you look in the mirror, do you like who looks back at you? So you didn't have the best community. You went through this. You found Awaken. Let's talk about what's happened Mm. since you got your pallbearer, since you found community. Who has Jeremy become?
0: That's such a good question, man. I'm a complete 180 of who I used to be. Mm. Someone someone with vision, someone who's going places, someone who's not just kind of stagnant. That's who I was. And I've found this confidence that I never had before. Yeah, I was kind of like the B team player. I, I was, I was captain, but I was not true captain. You know what I mean? So stepping into my true calling, cause I know I'm called to lead. I know I'm called to bring about community. I know I'm called to heal, to help heal people. Yeah, And so it's my, it's my mission to bring out the greatness in others and to, to know that and to share with people like, Hey, you aren't alone. Right. And that there's somebody there that's, willing to support you. So now it's just a matter of just continuing to lean in and just embrace this calling. Yeah. Right.
1: And how has community activated that anointing on your life?
0: Yeah. Just, just by thinking about the communities I've been a part of in the past and the communities I've been a part of now, it's like, it's, they're miles different. They're miles different. If you're, if you're a part of a community that's not going, if there's no vision, they, they're just kind of content and complacent, that it's going to rub off on you. Yeah, You're going to be content and complacent. I was content and complacent for the longest time. I knew I had to leave Chicago. And this is nothing against my friends in Chicago that like, this is me and my journey and what I had to do and what I knew I had to do. I had to, I had to leave and move environments because there can be energy that you're that's associated with where you, you used to be. Like if you go back to your old college friends or like a, a party or something like that, going back to your old college town, there's an energy there. Right. So I had to define re- and refine myself. Right. So I left and I chose I chose differently because when you choose differently, you're going to get different results. And
1: most people are not even choosing at all. They're just going with the flow of the environment and the ecosystem they're in and they're settling for a less than best version of themselves because they're conforming to the ecosystem the environment the community the friends in their life and they don't even realize they can change it if they want to.
0: Yeah. There's so many good quotes about conformity, right? There's there's the there's a there's a, there's a great uh, passage in the Bible about conformity and I know I was conforming. I was going along to get along. There's a great quote, I think who is it? I think it's Voltaire, "We are we are creatures of the age in which we live and very few are able to rise above the ideas of the time. If you're surrounding yourself with people who are rising above, you're going to rise above.
1: Yeah, and there's this natural thing, guys. If you want to do bigger things in your life and you want to be a bigger, better version of yourself, get into a room that makes you uncomfortable. 100%. Best moment of my life. I came out here to San Diego, California. wasn't living here yet. Went to this event I got to go to this exclusive dinner and every single man sitting at that table was more successful than me in every area of their life. Mm -hmm. And I had this moment, Jeremy, where I looked around the table and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm the least successful person. here." And there was that natural feeling of insecurity of like, why am I here? Like, I don't belong here. These guys are better than me. They're doing greater things than me. Then it hit me and I started smiling. And I said, I finally did it. Like I wanted to jump up and start screaming at that spot in the table that night because like I used to dream of having a seat at this table. Yeah. And by law of averages, yeah, they will elevate me to be a better version of myself, to be more successful. And that is exactly what happened. I got a seat at the table. Yeah. Now – I can tell you, I'm not the least successful guy at the table. Not that it really matters. I don't sure. care about the vanity metric and those different things, but just seeing the progress. Mm-hmm. And dude, you triggered something in me. I had someone not too long, ago. when you have social media influence and you grow and you do things, people love to remind you of your past. Yeah. That one person that's not doing anything with their life yeah. loves to come. I remember when you were this person. Mm-hmm. I remember when you were doing this. Who do you think you are? I had someone not too long ago, and I just looked at, and I'm like, that's not who I am. Mm. You're trying to identify and call me as somebody that I was years ago. Yeah. And yes, I was that man, mm-hmm. and I did make those mistakes. But you know what? I'm no longer that man. The problem is you're still the same person yeah. that you were back then today, and you're just upset. I don't mind saying it. I'm pretty direct. That I've actually grown and become a better version of Cody Cottle. So rather than give your opinion of me because there's an insecurity on the inside of you, why don't you get to work playing your own game? Yeah. And becoming a better version of you.
0: And I love that too. And and I know you asked me earlier about like where am I now? Right. I've I've I have three businesses that come on. I'm like I'm more successful than I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, you are. Like, I'm I'm getting brought and invited to the table like you are.
1: I invited you to my table. You
0: invited me to your table. And and because
1: of who you are. Yeah. But who you are isn't who you were two years ago. No. See that how that works, guys? Yeah. People invite you to their table when they say who you are now. They don't care. Successful people do not give a rat's, you know what I want to say? Behind. Behind. Who you were two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. They care about who you are today.
0: And they care about who you're becoming.
1: And who you're becoming and where you're going. But they will. I I remember um, somebody very high level I was talking to. I went to almost kind of wanting to explain myself and who I am to them. And they stopped me. And they said, I already see who you surround yourself with. Mm. And they tell me more about you than you'll ever tell me about you.
0: Ooh,
1: that's good. And it was good because the environment was good. (laughs) That's
0: good. That's good. And it reminded me of another thing that one of my mentors once shared with me. He said, if you're the strongest link in your chain, find a new chain.
1: Yeah, man. So we got a common theme here of changing through the community and finding that. All right. I'm just looking at the time here. We're at 17 minutes. We have three minutes to try to finish by 20. Three powerful minutes. Getting in right communities and bigger communities and awakened communities and masterminds and containers, super powerful. Yeah. There is another level of who a pallbearer is though. Mm. Just because I go to awakened church, just because I'm in all these masterminds, all these containers, these high level environments that make me a better man, doesn't mean everyone in there is one of my pallbearers. No. How do you pick and choose who your pallbearers are?
0: What a good question, man. First thing I think of is heart. What does that mean? Heart of service, like an open heart that's willing to to give and receive feedback. Because I want to. I'm a words guy. I want to hear when I'm doing something right. I want to hear when I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, right. Reliability comes to mind for Paul Bearers.
1: Heart reliability.
0: So who, someone who's really to, who's willing to to drop everything to be there for me. Like, I know you would do that for me. Yeah. Like, if I called you, I needed you, like, Cody's, uh, there's an emergency in Austin. I know you'd be on the next flight because that's, that's the type of dude that you are. Yeah. Right? So heart, responsibility works too. I was going to say reliability, taking ownership. Yeah. Taking ownership and, like, and standing in that and integrity. So, I mean, re- integrity and reliability can kind of fall under the same, under, maybe a little bit. So I would say heart, reliability, integrity and just that unwavering like i would i'll drop everything to to do anything for you like if you if you need me i can count on you to be there
1: yeah that's good what i heard you say is you got to have people that are these very intimate close people to you that are a real friend that tells you what you need to hear not what you want to hear right that 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 feel that they have the permission and the right to speak into your life to sharpen you but they're also the people you can call on in the times that you need them and you know that they're there and they have your back. Mm -hmm. So for everyone listening to this, that's hard, especially for us men. It's hard for us men to have that, man. We got our pride that gets in the way, our ego, and we're driven. We're doing all this stuff. And sometimes we don't have those people in our life. And often that's when we turn to bad habits. Mm -hmm. You know, I know for me, I go through tough times. I have a select few people I can call on my phone. And I you know, I was sober three years, all kind of alcohol and different things. And I remember one time this night of just like having such a tough night. And then I, I started feeling like I don't have any friends and that is the farthest thing from the truth. It was a lie from the enemy. And I'm like, what am I talking about? I have those men in my life. Yeah. But I also had to be willing to pick the phone up. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. call my buddy. <laughs> hey man, I really need a friend right now.
0: There's breakthrough in asking for support. That's something that a lot of people don't know how to do. And that's even something I'm working through is like yeah. having the courage to
1: ask for support. It's hard. It's not and being easy. open to receive their support. That's good. All right. Well, we're at our 20 minutes, but I'll give you permission on anything else on this topic of community, who you surround yourself with, having those who your are bears in real life, the transformation you've become by that, becoming a better version of yourself, anything else that you feel in your heart, you want to just impart. Into the audience today.
0: Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is just like what I just shared a minute ago. And that's like, if you're the strongest link in your chain, I think you should start looking for a new chain, Mm. right? If you're looking to go somewhere in your life, find someone that you aspire to be like and model them. Yeah. Right. And I know you're probably looking for a deeper answer to that.
1: I want, I want the answer that's real. That's raw. That's on the spot. That's not, you know, pretty thought up. That's a great one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just blessed and grateful for the people that are in my life. And so, and it like, here's a, here's another piece is being able to look back at the communities that you've been a part of and being grateful for each and every one of them. Cause they led you to this moment right now.
1: Yeah. And the man that you are right now, that's good. And as we finished, I, the Holy spirit just hit me um, with something I want to share with them on this su- subject. And guys, what I just got to download on, I feel like I'm supposed to impart to you with that is when, when life comes down to those intricate emergency moments in your life, and you have to call on those couple people to support you, who do you want those people to be? Not who are they right now, but what kind of person? If you lose everything and your house burned down tomorrow, what kind of person do you want to be your best friend, your pallbearer that you call on? If the person that you have now isn't the person that you'd like to have be that person, Why are you still allowing that person and giving them permission to be that in your life? There was a time in my life where I was a drug dealer, where I came from the streets and the people that I would have called on didn't actually care about me. Mm. And I look back and man, I really hit rock bottom. The who's wouldn't have been good who's to call on. Mm. So I began to say, who do I want to be able to call on in those times that I really need? And you know what? It took time to build that to build that community to build that brotherhood to build that trust to have those people in my life but i have them now yeah i have i have people giants in the faith mentors that will speak wisdom into me that exceedingly and abundantly surpasses any level of wisdom i could receive from anyone else on this earth that that keep me grounded that keep me sharp that keep me seeking god that will call me out of the blue multi multi millionaires big in faith and this and that and they they'll, they'll speak into me or Cody I saw this and I know this doesn't align with who you are. I saw you say this thing online. I saw you post this post. They'll call me out. That's who I want in my life. So for the audience, who do you want mm. sharpening you, speaking into you? Who are you calling on? If your family was in a burning building and you had to call on six people to run in and get your family out of that building, who do you want those people to be? Mm, We're your six. We're your six. We're your six bears? Love that. That's fire, man. Well, I'm glad to have one of them be you in yes, my sir. life, bro. I love you, man. I love you too, You're man. You're powerful. I love the man that you are. And I'm just grateful for you, man. We're just getting started. We're doing amazing things, but uh, you make me a better man. I received that. Let's go I'm, I'm going to dish it right back to you, dude. Come on. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, guys, go find your six pallbearers in life. And let's just keep crushing it. Let's keep winning. If you guys got value out of this podcast, help us reach more people. Also, let me know what kind of content you guys enjoy. We're trying different episodes. We're doing different things. I would love to hear from you guys. You can email me at Cody at contentdaily.io. You can DM me on Instagram at I am coddle. Um, you can message me. Let me know if you like the podcast, if you enjoy it, if you get value from it. If there, if you like these shorter episodes, these rapid fire episodes, if you like the longer episodes, or what kind of content you'd love to see covered. Um, but we're gonna keep on bringing it. We're doing some cool stuff too that we will um release to you guys that uh, we'll be bringing soon. Go make today great.